Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 674, Your Personal Accountability System, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Sunday, and welcome to the podcast where I simply read blogs to you for free, like a gigantic, ongoing audiobook with many different authors, today's post being from Steve Pavlina. This one was written way back in 2005, but still relevant today, so let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Your Personal Accountability System by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. A difficult challenge in achieving goals is simply remaining aware of them and staying on track. How many times have you set a goal, started working on it with the best of intentions, and then at some future time, you realize it somehow slipped through the cracks? External influences exert forces to knock us off track. And if you have a busy life, these influences can come many times each day. Phone calls, emails, postal mail, a new memo, a drop-in visitor, new items to add to your to-do list, new things to think about. But most are just distractions from what's really important. We therefore must exert a countering force to get back on track, pointing ourselves back towards our goals again and again. Reviewing your goals once a month or once a week is just too infrequent. I find I must review my major goals every single day, and if the day is filled with a lot of firefighting, then I must do it several times a day. Otherwise, I start getting too far off course, lured into working on what's merely important instead of what's wildly important. It's a process of constantly rechecking the compass and figuring out the correct next step. For 2005, I have 14 written goals. They're divided into three primary goals and 11 secondary goals. All of them are important, but the primary goals are those which will make an absolutely huge difference. Achieving any one of those three primary goals is more important than achieving all 11 secondary goals. But those secondary goals are so tempting to work on first. They're easier. They yield an immediate sense of accomplishment. Some will take care of themselves just from continuing existing habits. Most of the others can be knocked off with about 20 to 40 hours of work on each one. But the primary goals are not automatic, not certain of being achieved, and each one requires hundreds of hours of work. So if I don't do anything special to keep taking myself back to the primary goals, the most likely outcome would be that I'd finish all the secondary goals and make a dent in each primary goal, but not complete any of them this year. And that just isn't good enough. So how do I stay focused on my primary goals despite so many pressures to work on other things? I maintain a personal accountability system. Call it PAS if you like acronyms. This is a regular three-ring binder with a half-inch spine. It contains my one-sentence purpose and 2005 goals, one page, 
my Q1 2005 goals, one page, my projects list, one page, and my next actions list, one page. I have other planning documents I maintain on my PC, but these are the ones I keep in this binder. First, this helps me because I always keep this binder on my desk and I open it and look through it every day, usually many times per day. This is automatic because it contains my next actions list. So I read my goals frequently and I'm always noticing which three are the most important. It's a process of constantly rechecking that I'm still on course and making adjustments as needed. Secondly, I break my projects list and my next actions list into two parts, primary and secondary. The primary projects and next actions are those that lead directly to the achievement of the primary goals. The secondary projects and next actions either lead to secondary goals or they aren't linked to goals at all, like doing my taxes, something I must do, but that's not a major goal. You can probably begin to see the benefit in this approach. Whenever I look at my next actions or project lists, the primaries are at the top of the page. So this makes it very clear which next actions are the most important. I still sort each group by context, office, errands, waiting for, etc. But this doesn't complicate things much because my primary goals involve mostly office work. It's very difficult sometimes and I don't always manage to achieve it, but I aim to spend at least 50% of each day working on my primary goals. Knowing which set of next actions are linked to those goals is very helpful. I can just go straight to my next actions list and start working on the primary actions. At the end of the day, I can see whether I've crossed off a lot of actions from the primary list or whether most were from the secondary list. I immediately know whether I focused on the wildly important or got off course. If I don't cross off actions from the primary list, I know with certainty I'm off course. There's no way to rationalize it or justify it as being on track when it isn't. This is one way of keeping score every day and always knowing where I stand. The glue that holds everything together is the PAS. This keeps accountability in my consciousness since I actively use it every day. Whenever I have doubt about a next action, I can turn the page to see the project it links to and turn the page again to see the goal behind it. And with only three primary goals, each in a different area of my life, it's always very clear which goal I should be working on. Systems trump intentions. Without some systematized method of daily accountability, the natural result will be to stray off course. Then at the end of the year, you look back and say, if only. In order to prevent that yearly if only, you have to squeeze that annual accountability down into each and every day. When you look back on your day and see you goofed, you can immediately regroup and recommit to doing a better job the next day. Better to do this every single day instead of going dark and then being painfully surprised at the end of the year. Purposeful transformation is better than tragic realization. The best of intentions will be dominated by whatever system you have in place. If you have no system, then either old habits or just plain chaos will dominate in the long run, regardless of your intentions and motivation. The PAS is just one tool for staying on track. It's my current favorite because it takes goals and links them all the way down to the level of actions in the moment. So accountability exists at all levels. But the real key is that it's an integral part of every day. Without daily, sometimes even hourly, refocusing on the wildly important goals, it's just too easy to lose sight of your goals and get sidetracked. So even though it requires a bit of effort to put together a PAS, it's worth it. You just listened to the post titled Your Personal Accountability System by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. 
I'm gonna keep this ending super short for you today, but really quick, just a friendly reminder that we have four other podcasts where we narrate blogs for you. To listen to them, just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this and the others should pop right up. Have a happy Sunday and I'll see you tomorrow for Minimalist Monday, where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.